Cool. So welcome, everybody, and welcome to those tuning in. Uh, hopefully this recording works and so people can actually hear this. Um, yeah, so we yesterday we released a uh, public roadmap. It was the end of the public grade of uh, the governance grace period and also kind of put out this companion piece to share uh, some context of what the team's working on, what the team's been prioritizing and yeah, given a bunch of visibility to the community so that we can actually exercise informed community governance. Um, so, and this is also a first town hall, um, you know, trying it out, but uh, personally would love to do this regularly, if not every week. Um, just so that people can come and bring their questions. Um, you know, it's it's impossible to share absolutely everything. Um, and so people bringing questions helps us prioritize the information we get out and make sure people are aware of or clear up any misunderstandings or uh, just go in depth on different topics. So um, yeah, really, really great to have people here. Hope you guys have some questions for us. Um, and if you're not here, um, shoot us questions for the next time we do this and what else you guys would want to hear about in these kinds of town halls. Um, so yeah, uh, I think for today, what we're going to do is uh, I was going to have Chuby just go through um, some of the highlights and some of the thinking that went behind uh, like the roadmap and 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 the post we were we were editing it yesterday, and he had a lot of really interesting kind of context and and the thought process. I thought was really interesting to to share a bit more here, and then uh, and then we'll open it up for questions just to get into what everybody else wants to wants to hear more about. So, um, so Chuby, I'm gonna I'll flip it to you. I think um, I think one of the things that really um, jumped out to me was um, this emphasis on kind of what you were calling product-led growth and, and really focusing on um, on the application and, and building out this infrastructure of Botto. So do you, do you think you could uh, explain a bit more of that and feel free to just riff into whatever other topics you want to. If uh, if, if you run out of yeah, steam, sure. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep nudging you with more <laughs> questions. I think I think to, to preface all of this, we, we, we actually renamed it to, to DAP-led growth in the, in, in, in the Medium post. Product-led growth, I mean, the crux of it is that any feature that we introduce should spearhead growth for the project, right? Um, growth in terms of more voting participants, more people staking, right? You know, every single aspect that kind of intersects Bottle as a project, whether that's tokenomics, uh, a bit of a yucky word, but you get what I mean by it. Um, or interacting with Botto or governing Botto whatever form of governance we're talking about, right? Ideally, we are bringing more eyeballs onto the project over time, right? That we have these kind of evergreen mechanisms built into the infrastructure of Botto to ensure um, pretty much organic growth where we aren't necessarily paying shills or trying to you know, get into the minds of key opinion leaders. Obviously, you want key opinion leaders and evangelists kind of endorsing Botto over time. That has already happened to an extent. That will continue to happen. Um, but what's most important here is that we have these mechanisms kind of built in to our infrastructure to ensure that we are able to grow, right? Obviously, that, that, that has major implications for marketing. We actually omitted some things from the roadmap. Um, because of controversy regarding uh, timing and whether some ideas or some some iterations on, onto the DAP would actually work or not. So we'll present them a little down the road. Um, obviously, one of the main major mechanics is providing more utility to 
the Boto token, right? So far you're staking, and by staking you become eligible to vote. You become eligible to govern Boto, right? Through all the snapshots that we're beginning to 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 see appearing. Um, but there are other elements we can, or other other parts or other utility we can introduce to Boto as a token. And uh, Boto drops really leads the line here, right? Uh, I think we described it as a key infrastructural component to what Boto is, right? Um, if we zoom out a little, well, what are we actually trying to accomplish? We're trying to make Boto an artist of the ages, right? We're trying to make sure that Boto um, is an omnipresent character in the world of traditional art, uh, crypto art, right? Just more generally, you know, like, and, and perhaps acts as a bridge between those two art worlds. Um, right. So with that, with, with that kind of very top level goal in mind, what Boto Drops actually does is it allows us to world build Boto's narrative. What I mean by that is we can introduce a host of derivatives natively on Boto's DAP, uh, which can be unlocked almost exclusively if that's our choice um by boto stakers by boto voters right we're talking about mechanisms where where you know there there's an element of exclusivity and i think that is something that that we really need to absorb as a community what we can be actually doing is we can be working with you know a, a plethora of artists who buy into um, boto as an idea understand the ideals and and the 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 narrative that's shaped by the manifesto that was put out in the Times, right? Um, we have endless possibilities with something like Bottle Drops. Obviously, accompanying that are, are a couple of smart contracts, right? And these smart contracts host our collections. Um, they were a very, very necessary infrastructural piece for us to to build, or rather, to code. Um, they actually came back in audit. Uh, they they they've been audited and and uh, they passed the audit. There were one or two minor fixes that we we had to we had to implement. Our our, our developer Anis he actually preemptively fixed a couple of those things. So all gravy. Uh, but what that means is you know we have our first drops coming out, our first bottle DAO derivatives coming out very very soon. Um, but yeah. I think I think I'm waffling a little bit, Simon. Maybe maybe you can give me a bit more structure. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think just to pull back a little bit, part of what we're talking about is is how you know how we address that um, that that original part of the concept of Botto rewarding the creative labor that it's using to create, and um, you know, with a token, what you need to be creating is an economy. And so, what is our little economy that we're building here um, right now? It's very. Um, you know, in an economics class, you kind of have these these models of economies that are like two goods systems. I think we have like a one good system. So, I think adding types of goods and and ways to um, what would just one be directly rewarded, but also to uh, maybe exchange more and 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 also to um, have more ways to contribute to the to the creative output and and the creative development of Bado. Um, I think with a lot of this, the focus is really on building the infrastructure so that. Um, we can actually move forward in in evolving, or really, you could say, discovering what the philosophy is uh, of a decentralized autonomous artist. Um, and so, all of these things are tools to to do that properly, because it really depends on the will of the community. Um, so, uh, you know, and I think with with the marketing stuff, there's definitely 
you know, you need an element of surprise. Um, and so, um, you know, not, not to say nothing's going to be seen there, there needs to be that input process. And so, um, I think we'll just be moving on a faster cadence where we say, Hey, there's something coming. What do you guys think? Or even to source, the bigger thing is to be able to source ideas from the community and create, um, more direct ways for people to contribute and, and really take advantage of, of, uh, collective wisdom that this is really meant to build on. So, um, that's kind of yeah. a summary of some of the things that I'm hearing there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you paraphrased a lot of what I said, but I think you're absolutely right. I think the, the the key sentence or the key phrase that you mentioned is really the will of the community, right? So what another way to see all these kind of like feature implementations is that there have been a lot of ideas, some very well thought out, some very kind of like pop level, hey, let's release a collection, which is totally fine as well. We invite all those types of um, you know, we should be talking about everything that we can do together. But uh, the most important part is that these tools, these implementations, or the, the, these features that we're bringing to, to everyone, is that it enables us, right? It enables us to collaborate with other artists. It enables us to to work without, within ourselves, maybe host a couple of artists, right? I know that uh, I think Zoka put a proposal up a couple of weeks ago and we, we we said hey you know maybe this needs a bit more thought or maybe there's a preliminary step that comes before your proposal right i i would consider some of these implementations right you know multiple voting pools which we'll get to in a second or even the ability to just host drops natively on on the bottom dap um and create collections with perhaps other artists is is crucial to enabling us so that's really what we've tried to do um and obviously, you know, the, these types of tools, these these types of features, but a drops in particular should bring a lot of people to or a lot of new audience to Botto, right? And that that comes over time. That comes with collaborating with other artists. That comes with with us coming up with interesting concepts or derivatives to to kind of put out in in certain collections, right? As I said before, the possibilities really are endless, and it's up to us collectively, all of us, to decide what we want to do, right? Uh, the first two collections we, we we were putting out, one of which is kind of untitled, and we, you know we're going to introduce some teasers. Everybody's been whitelisted already, provided you voted before the February the fourth. That's the key thing here. Um, you know you, you'll get your drop. I think all you have to do is 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 uh, claim it. I think we'll 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 be shipping that in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah. About voting pools, um, again, I mean, like, there are so many different things that we can do with voting pools, and I had a very, very brief late-night conversation with Quimp, actually, I think a couple of days ago, and I, I kind of put forward my idea of what collaborations could look like. I think one thing that came out from that conversation, which... I find quite important, and uh, I know that the team does as well, is that collaborations and, and, and whatever we do, whatever derivatives, whatever collections we come up with, right? One major focus of Botto is that the community is involved, the community are the decision makers. We decide what we want to do, how we want to do it. The voting pool, again, is another mechanism which enables that, right? Um, I had a call with Achilles, who is somewhere on our Discord. I don't think he's in this call, but hopefully he listens in. 
Uh, Achilles comes from async art, and he was describing to me the process of async blueprints, right, which involves multiple layers which form a, an NFT. Right, and I'm really underselling it here. We're going to do another town hall and get him involved, and he's going to explain the whole process to us. Uh, but it's super interesting. But you know, like even the ability for us to kind of upload these layers into specific buckets and introduce new layers each week, and maybe make an exclusive async art kind of drop that appears based on bottle derivatives, right? So I'm talking about like maybe re, re, reinterpretations of certain fragments or layering certain fragments over one another. A layer can be anything, right? But the whole idea here is that maybe we can vote on them and then we can create something unique together and then drop it as a collection, right? I mean, the 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 power of this type of like multiple voting pools is that we are able to vote on the Genesis period, right? That is largely fixed. It's going to run probably for another six months. Um, and then we have to see collectively what we do after that as another period. Um, but beyond that, we, we, we can do so much with, with these voting pools. And I, I just hope that we've communicated it well enough for people to really understand that, hey, what are we doing here? We're, we're actually enabling all of us to really co-create um, with other artists, with ourselves, etc. Yeah, so I, I think um, yeah, it covers pretty well uh, a lot of the stuff. The post talked about and, and the roadmap um obviously there's like there's tons of stuff in there to dig into um but you know part of this is is to really get uh, everyone's questions and and to maybe dive into what people wanted to know more about you know we've kind of, we've hinted at a lot of different things that um we could spend probably the whole hour talking about each one um before i open it up though chuby was there was there any other anything else that you wanted to to touch on i think i think we've covered it pretty well maybe yeah but um, minor minor thing um yeah 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 right so you know we I, I think one thing that was mentioned in the medium post as well is that we have some kind of a treasury report coming out right we're, we're still working on that we're internally auditing it to make sure that we, we've gotten everything right um that process takes time because there's like a you know we're 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 looking back retroactively at like six months worth of of transactions. We have had them all logged, but it's not it's it's about packaging them all neatly into to one kind of digestible report for the community. I mention this because like I think I've seen I've seen Ben, I think I've seen Quimp as well. I've seen quite a few people asking, like, okay, you know, like we need to we need to better understand right what are we doing with the treasury like what kind of expenses does does bottle as a project see right there are a lot of off-chain uh, not a lot but there are some off-chain expenses that we do really need to consider and you know opening up the process behind all of that so that we can all kind of understand what to do with the treasury uh from this point forth is really important um so that's coming i think that's that's a week to two weeks away i think treasury is incredibly important for us everybody's saying hey we need to diversify our treasury i think we all agree with that um but right now you know the reality is you know we have one revenue stream coming from uh the one of ones um which in the grand scheme of things really isn't that much we should be looking at kind of expanding our revenue stream as a protocol with these types of different collaborations drops right because what does it do it fulfills you know major protocol objectives of hey you know making sure that we can last maybe a bear market or two or ten or whatever right we we want to kind of eternalize bottle and keep bottle running in perpetuity um but it also world builds bottle right so it's important that we're putting stuff out there. It's important that we're shipping 
uh, you know, derivatives fast. You know, I'm not I'm not talking about becoming like a fast food chain of 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 art. Absolutely not. I think it's important, you know, we maintain a certain quality, a certain level. But I do think it's important that we kind of diversify beyond the one of ones, um, whether that's in derivative form or, or some other form. So maybe a bit of food for thought for us to move forward with. Yeah, so um, there's definitely more we could get into, but I, I think uh, it'd be good to to open it up to questions, whether it's about specific stuff on the roadmap, what we've just talked about, some of the the thinking um, about priorities, uh, or even just you know the kinds of things you you guys would want to hear about um, in these town halls, because um, there's again there's going to be uh, it's going to be kind of a, a new thing that we really need to build out is is just that sharing of information, making sure everyone feels they're in the loop on, on what we're doing, and and uh, that we're able to create a healthy amount of communication and feedback. So um, I think this is our first one. I haven't actually run a stage before. I'm pretty sure you can raise your hand. Um, if you guys have a question, Quimp, obviously you're already up as a speaker, so you could just unmute if you have questions. Um, yeah, if anybody has a question, feel free to to stand up. I don't know if anyone has a question. <laughs> that was a healthy amount of, of silence. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> kind of just chilling. Um, now I'm sure there are questions that will pop up over time. Uh, maybe, maybe an easy question if anyone actually has like in front of their mic, like, is this the right time to host a town hall? Yeah. All right. I know everyone here is is fine. I I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of us are actually on uh, uh, on East Coast. Actually, the majority of people I speak to in in the NFT space are all East Coast for some reason, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, going I'm, forward, I'm, what I'm kind of Coast. format? What, what what kind of what, what kind of format should we should we host this in? Right. Um, I've been in discords where everybody kind of just apes into a channel, and uh, that works. And then they ship stages. But I remember Discord created stages. Kind of works, but I feel like it's not really uh, an informal setting to kind of just chat. I don't know. I mean, I, my my sense with these is that it's also for us to be accountable to having something to present. You know, if it's every week or whatever the cadence is, um, because you know we have we have a lot of internal discussions, and and on Fridays is when we internally do the. You know, we give her updates for the week, so we have kind of top of mind all the things that have gotten done, what's coming the next week. So. Um, yeah. you know, it's it, pretty, pretty rich conversations that we're having that like, you know, little every once in a while things trickle out, you know, uh, or it's like the conversation happens to pop up and then you're like, oh yeah, I have something relevant here. But, um, you know, and you see there's a lot of perceived gaps that are actually being worked on. And So hey guys, obviously the... <laughs> this week. I feel like there's so many so many other rich conversations we can have and I'm, I'm all for it. Um, mm -hmm. 
I think there are also a lot of things that we haven't concepted yet, or you know, we are in the process of concepting. And uh, now that the grace period has ended, and we haven't roadmapped it, you know, I, I mentioned that we omitted some things. Uh, we can openly talk about like, hey, this is what we kind of wanted to do, but we're not too sure. I mean, uh, a big one, and I pitched this to Pepe, and then I think, uh, is a thing called party voting, party party uh, account on on. Auto. And then inviting the DAP. Um the 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 fear of the Botto token losing utility I think kind of goes out of the window. Because right now, right, one of the core things that we need to accommodate for as a as a community is ensuring that people are incentivized enough to vote, which is like has historically been a hot topic ever since we launched Botto six seven, uh, six months ago, right? Um, but at the same time, you know, we don't want to detract from existing token utility or kind of yeah, we we, we need to make this project accessible. And this party voting thing there has, has transformative potential that I'm sure of, right? Because we can get entire DAOs involved. We can be airdropping entire DAOs rather than individuals, right? Um, which is very different. You know, the implication there is that a DAO is highly, highly likely not just going to sell your tokens. They're probably going to want to try get involved and provide added value or, or, or more purpose to their community, right? They are able to co-create among the rest of us Petonians natively under one you know, flag, right? one DAO. And this applies anywhere. It can also apply to institutions. right? Um, we can get larger, maybe non-crypto native institutions involved. So they all operate on their parent account, and they're just inviting people. And we can run one massive kind of PR campaign around it. I mean, I imagine something along the lines of like 100 days, 100 DAOs. Right? So we do one DAO a day with a feature a day. I mean, it's a it's an ordeal to set up, but I think it's it could be pretty powerful. But um, really rough around the edges. So um, I'm curious to see what other people think. Yeah, I really like. Uh, I mean, that's a huge topic, right? The onboarding aspect, because it's you know with with uh, you know Botto has a lot of layers, and and getting in, you you have to be familiar with a, a few different concepts, right? And um, uh, I think kind of lowering that bar to entry um, and especially relying on other DAOs to bring their communities and help educate them. Um, there's a, there's another aspect of, uh, I think I've, I've mentioned this to you, Chuby, with, um, you know, like we could gamify onboarding where there's, um, I'm working with like a, a group like Rabbit Hole where they can just, I mean, they get swarms of people. Um, and that's, you know, it, it does, it does include a little bit of emissions, but usually the way they set it up is so that people break even so that there's incentive, not just to like dump cause then what's the point, um, but to actually come and get involved in the community and, and lowers kind of that initial cost 
so that um because i think that's you know that's that's the tough part is like oh man i gotta spend however yeah. much money to actually just even vote you know and, and try this out so between party voting kind of uh the uh say the, the stream voting um or something where there's you know gamified onboarding so that people are getting involved but only once they've actually familiarized themselves um i think there's a whole, there's a big powerful impact on demand that we can make there yeah and and i think i think one of the key things you mentioned there you know beyond employing something like rabbit hole is that there is probably still this type of like blocker where hey if i want to get involved i need to go on uniswap buy the token you know, pay transaction fees then i need to stake it pay more transaction fees and then i can get started and then maybe i will break even right and we try to alleviate those types of concerns partially by introducing you know single-sided staking emissions right they're low enough to not really mess with token price in my opinion um but at the same time uh they they also act as an as a reward for those who are staking but not necessarily voting um and i think you know it's even introducing the 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 social aspect of the leaderboard right allows us to gamify maybe not to the degree that rabbit hole does but gamify onboarding and gamify in in dap actions right which i think is absolutely central because we want to be rewarding uh you know the largest project participants i think that's a given i think we need more mechanisms to do so I think we also need to come up with those mechanisms collectively, right, as a community. Um, but yeah, yeah, generally, I, I I do agree, right? Yeah, and and across all this stuff, whether it's the collections or the onboarding schemes, that you know, it's it's kind of also building out that narrative of of what Bado is, and you know, it's this you know building out the economy, rewarding creative labor, but also creating this you know. Um, this community of creative labor and and all those different ways to be involved in the creative process. It's been really fun to see people say like, Oh, you know, um, I actually get to be kind of a participant in an artistic process that I never thought I'd be able to do before. Um, and so kind of really tying these, these, uh, these initiatives closely to what the concept of Bado is and what we are trying to build out. Um, so that also the community can take it and, and, and run with it. You know, there's so many other ways that this could branch out and, and develop that, I'm sure, I'm sure we, you know, you and I, or you know, everyone else on the team's never thought of, but it's it's in that latent space of the community's mind. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's uh, one one thing we we talked about. Uh, I talked about with you, Simon, the other day was that there are so many things for us to, as a community, sort out as well, right? From the nitty gritty, right? Perhaps setting up little things like bug bounties which i actually find quite important because you know while while we are paying to get the contracts audited you, you never know right and also having presence on the likes of immune fi and and these other like bug bounty platforms is always good for us but also other bounties marketing bounties you know we ran a little twitter competition i don't know if you consider that a bounty but you know it's a bit of, bit of promotion these types of things i think they should be you know they should stem from all of us right um I know we have a lot of a lot of talented people within the community. I know we have a, a lot of Batonians who are incredibly smart, right? I think what we need to do is realize that hey, we we have the ability to realize all this potential, right? And kind of put pen to paper and 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 um, and act on on what people kind of suggest. It's just a case of gathering suggestions in the right way and 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 moving fast and and you know, maybe breaking stuff, but that's part and parcel of, of what we do in, in 
in the NFT space, right? So. Yeah, I want to see a meme competition very soon. Very, very soon. Yeah, we, um, we had a couple of good ones, didn't we? Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's so many faces to extract and build memes with. Um, uh, uh, what else? Oh, it's, it's Sunny. I saw, saw Sunny uh, join. So again, just anybody who has questions or stuff, feel free to interrupt us <laughs> and ask your questions because... Juby and I are just rambling. We we do this. Yeah. We have we do this on our own time, so we can keep doing it. But Quimp, I see you, right. you've unmuted. Yeah. Well, first of all, I wanted to say congrats for the first. What is it? Six months? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Six months uh, today, I think. Mm -hmm. Nice. So congrats on that. I mean, the roadmap got me super pumped, super excited, and uh, yeah, that, that that was my first thought. Just wanted to throw it throw it out there <laughs> and, and thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, Quimp. Um, and I, I was, uh, I, I think a fun question to ask would be like, uh, what has been the, the most important things that we've learned in the first six months, you think? That is an incredibly difficult question to answer. I, I, think, I think one thing I've learned um, personally is never assume. Right. And I always understood never assume in my professional career, but uh, I forgot to kind of carry that through to to the community aspect when we were trying to kind of introduce the whole idea of, of proposals and all that, because, uh, yeah, you want to make sure that you stay on the right side of of everyone and, and make sure that everyone's accommodated and heard. So no point assuming that what you say is correct. <laughs> That's my personal take. But um yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's a tough one. I think, I, I mean, I, I'd, I'd say, you know, what we've learned are kind of what the open questions still are. And even then, it, we're just starting to get a sense of what those are. Um, you know, understanding what the concept is um, and what it isn't is super, super important for um, being able to kind of guide community contributions so that we're actually kind of working on the same thing um and and that's a that's a tricky question to ask in and of itself because um there's uh you know there can be debates about what the concept is uh and so um you know i think i think one thing that's that's come up is you know the importance of the distinction between what is a bado piece and what is a derivative or what is a collection from the bado dao um i think that that's that's been pretty big for me um um, I think I'm trying to think of other other questions. I mean, stuff that I don't know if there's a lesson so much as just like this is to be expected. But it, it's it's um, it's always a lot to to actually kind of make make uh, where people can contribute clear. So I think that's a big that's a big thing in front of us. So I think it's it's really just understanding what the work to do is. I think that's probably what the lesson has what the lessons have been. Um, uh, the concept itself, I think, has been really solid, um, and evolving it out is going to be really interesting. And seeing how that debate goes is it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of discussion. I, my, I think that's my prediction. Yeah, I, I think I think one thing you mentioned, Simon, uh, I think it's it's very true. It's like how do we? What one lesson is like? Hey, we we need to we need to figure out together and i think this is very much the team's responsibility as well and has been over the past few months but uh you know we're taking it hopefully in in full stride and, and trying our best is to 
activate people to be able to contribute, right? I think a lot of us in the community want to be able to contribute, but at the same time, I'm not too sure about, you know, how, setting, format, etc. I think those are the basic things. You know, we've set up governance. Uh, we've already iterated on governance, I think, twice. Um, but it goes beyond governance, and that's also why I mentioned the bounties part. So I, I think we will be able to move faster collectively, right, and, and get Botto to where we think it should be um, in the coming few months, a year, if we find more and more ways to activate one another and get more and more people involved, right, um, from within and, and also outside of our own community, right? So it will take time. I think there are a lot of processes to set up, but uh, I'm I'm actually really excited to set up processes, I think. Misha, I see she's not in the call as well, but <laughs> I know she loves setting up all these processes, so like uh, a lot of a lot of things for us to work on. Yeah. Um I have more thoughts on it, but uh, I see RDL has might have a question. I'm gonna invite them up. Uh, RDL, I think you're good. Yes, hey, thank you. Um hey. just wanted to quick uh prelude and then i'll ask a question but i've just been into this i guess about 14 or 15 months into nft DAOs, web3 when i finally woke up to all of it and i gotta say the bottle was really one of my one of my highlights i love you know every three to four days checking in how many voting points i have and going in and voting is is really fun and something i do with like a morning coffee and i love it uh, my question is around the just kind of a basic question on the fragments and the titles, because I find sometimes as stunning as the art can be, that times when it the titles connect, and it seems like it was the title was meant for that. I find that particularly uh, votable, I should say. And I was just wondering how that works. I think I think titles are generated in isolation. I need to get, I need to double check on this, but I think titles are generated in isolation, right? of mm -hmm. the image and i think they're related to the text prompt i'm not 100 sure don't quote me on that because i think that's the type of thing where we need to double check with 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 quasimondo um yeah i think you 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 probably have a better answer than i do simon but rdl <laughs> i completely gonna... agree with you right like sometimes like these titles really hit home yeah and other times you're just kind of scratching your head thinking like why is it titled in such a way but yeah mm -hmm. so, so there's there's the sorry, the uh, just the, how it works is the um, it, they're generated with an algorithm gen generates random two word combinations and then clip, which is part of the VQGAN plus clip kind of core generative model. Um, it generates them until clip says that's a good title. Um, so it's it, it it's very much part of the same process or similar process of how the image is created um, related to the prompt. Um, so it's it's not exactly. Uh, from the prompt itself, it's really to to match it to the to the image. Um, and I know I know Quasimondo was talking about actually um, maybe expanding it because right now it's um, everything's two word combinations. Um, and you'll see that there are some kind of repetition of what are initially very strong words. Um, uh, but then you know you meant you meant a piece with with uh, with a really kind of strong title, and then you see another one you're like oh that's kind of nice, but it's like a very similar title. Like, I think we need to switch it up maybe. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, in kind of a future iteration we saw an expansion of that um, of of those titles. But again, totally totally agree that like the the title can really make the piece for me. And then sometimes I mean sometimes it's a little it's like 
not off, but just like, where did that come from? It works, but nothing I would have ever guessed. Um, so oh, we've seen some multi-titles as well. <laughs> you know, we, we, <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but you'll see it in the drop. And uh, I, I'm actually not sure whether we need to remove it from the drop, Simon. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's an it's a question of, of of ethics. I mean, it's not overtly bad. I mean, it's, it's yeah, or maybe it is. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's it, it's worth an audit. I think. I don't know. There's there's like I mean there's a whole army of people who spend their days and careers basically trying to filter those things out or prevent those things from happening. Yeah. So it's something we need to be conscious of. Like you know, if you guys saw the the Dolly two release from OpenAI, there's a whole section they have on content moderation. One in trying to eliminate it, but then they also put in their terms of service like you can't do it to create any sort of hate imagery or anything like that. So. Mm. Even even all the work they've done, it, it it's not perfect in in keeping these things from happening. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's 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 art too, right? Like, I mean, art's going to be controversial, and I think there's um, there's it, the creation was not human, and and there's there's a curation that you can see of how it was voted on. So um, at the very least, we're definitely going to need to be ready to address it. And I I think there's there's a very interesting conversation to have there. Um, so I, I'd probably I'd be curious to hear what the community has. I have I have my own opinion on it. Of I think it generates an opportunity to discuss these things, um, but we may want to consider how we audit those things because once yeah. once they're out there as an NFT, it's kind of hard to remove. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hey RDL, um, question for you. There's one thing you would add to Botto. It can be it can it could be anything. What, what would you add? Ooh, what would I add? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Let me think about that for a moment. Yeah, yeah, sure. Get, get back yeah. to us. Quim, same question for you. I don't know if you're still around. Yeah. I think I think you're you're going to nail it. Uh it's like more more fragments for more people without diluting like the, the big ones. The big ones should remain very special, but I would love to have one, but <laughs> hopefully it costs one heat and not ten or fifteen. Yeah, I think you were I think Quim, you were one of the uh, you were one of the community members who advocated um community editions, right? Yeah. Uh, and and did you did did you but did you say, hey, we need to be tampering with Botto's fragments or the fragments that Botto's created before they become community editions, or do you advocate kind of just leaving them as is, but making them like one of tens, one of fifties, one of X? Yeah, yeah, the later. I mean, uh, I, at the end of the day, I'm here for the art, so uh, I, I would not, I would prefer not to have any tempering of any sort, uh, but but still need to figure out how do I make it recognizable that it's not. Uh, you know that's a community edition. Yeah, but isn't that maybe, implicit? Maybe I mean, the name, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe the fragment type. I mean, like we would be talking about either tampering the the actual you know visuals of it, or tampering with the the metadata, which includes you know token title, etc. And I'm I'm not sure which one really hits home. I'm not sure if anything hits home really there. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's one of these things we should really be talking about with. With everyone else, but uh, it's cool to hear your opinion. I see Sunny June's here. Hello, Sunny. Hello, yeah. 
I was just going to add, um, I think the prospects of adding 3D or, you know, adding additional ways that Bottle can communicate this art is just super exciting to me. I don't know how difficult it would be to implement 3D, but I can imagine that would be a lot of fun. And and okay, if we take it, if if we if we zoom out or zoom in rather just on the aspect of 3D, I mean, what if we did it with a with an external artist? Yeah, and I, I think, think there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Right, and how, and what what would you imagine like a, a 3D bottle looking like? So I tend to prefer landscape stuff, but I think that would be difficult to do in 3D. So I'm, I'm, I'm picturing more of like models. Um, I think that would be a good place to start. It's just 3D objects that, you know, shapes and, and different patterns and stuff would be uh, kind of a good starting spot. That's interesting. I smell Maybe an action it's... figure franchise. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know if I've pitched you anything uh, Simon but uh yeah it might be in the works we'll see <laughs> yeah um I, I I just on the 3d thing there's um I I totally agree like a lot of the times when I look at this what I get excited about is the potential of of kind of creating these 3d spaces and you know all this discussion of the metaverse whatever you want to call that some people have more narrow some have more broad definitions but um, you know, these these digital spaces you can navigate. And obviously in gaming, that's a huge, huge deal. Um, and that's where I see kind of when you have that sort of infinite generative possibility, it's like, well, what for? What do you use it for? And that's that's something that I think makes a lot of sense of these kinds of scenes to inspire spaces. Um, and there's some really interesting tools out there. It's not, not quite at the commercial availability yet, um, but there's some really cool stuff. Like if you look up NVIDIA... I'm going to forget the name of the model, but look up just like 3D rendering. They can take like just a few pictures of a space and create a kind of a, a navigable 3D space that's really smooth. Um, and so then there's other tools that can give you maybe like different angles, generate different angles on a scene. So we take, say, a Bado fragment, um, generate different angles of it, and then put it through this NVIDIA model to create a 3d space out of it you know you could you could set up theoretically again emphasis on theoretically uh there's probably a lot of engineering to figure out um you know these automatically generated spaces which you know so we could do the artist thing in the in the short term but then there could be theoretically down the road a, a full-on decentralized auto, automated um 3d artist uh that would be i think super powerful and and you know it makes me it makes you think of wanting to get sort of a whole r d lab going to, to work on these kinds of things i mean that would be really really cool um you i remember you shared me that that nvidia thing um maybe you can find the link and just kind of drop it in the general channel i think some of us yeah. would be interested in uh, i certainly want to take another look at it and i remember exactly what you mean um speaking of scenes uh quim back to you for a sec you mentioned some doing something with photography well, you mentioned the keyword was photography out of memory. Is that right? Like, what was your what was your idea there? Or like building on top of kind of like NFT photography? It kind of touches uh, an earlier point that you mentioned that we have this amazing voting system, uh, but we can create more like forks of that uh, of that voting system. 
So if we feed Boto different, uh, you know, different sources, different files, then maybe the output can be in, in one direction. And I think photography is super interesting. It's, there's a lot of things happening in there. Uh, like some of the bigger, the bigger names that are joining the NFT, some of the new, you know, people who wouldn't have a name if it wasn't for NFT um, and the photography space uh, are making big names for themselves. So I, I'm not sure what my idea was, <laughs> but I just think like it's, it's easy to source these types of pictures um, and the community is super innovative. So it was just like I mean, a, a seed. If we, if we maybe bridge it, I mean, purely hypothetical, but like maybe if we bridge it to Sunny, Sunny June's love of scenery or scenes, I hope I got that right. But I mean, like f photographers, they manage to kind of capture a moment, whether, you know, it's scenic photography or, or whatnot. Uh, one of my friends, you know, he kind of like frequents Bali and he's a, he's a photographer. He's branched out into the NFT space as well. And he managed to capture these beautiful kind of landscapes of all these Balinese islands. Right. And I think that's something that is very human. Um, I wonder whether we can translate that type of kind of like human photograph scenery into something uniquely Botto. Maybe that's a bridge. I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing here. Or not. <laughs> I mean, these, yeah, the, I think there's, there's so many avenues we can go in this. The, the, to me, this goes back to that, that larger question of really defining what is the concept and what fits and what doesn't, you know, in, in the, uh, in the cyborg DAO, there's, there's an ongoing conversation for, for them of, well, what, what qualifies as a decentralized autonomous artist? Um, that, and, and I think, you know, one thing that, that is clear to me, and I think it's faded a little bit, but, um, I think, you know, as we do drops, it's going to become more clear again, kind of drawing that line of what is a bottle and what's a derivative or a community edition is, you know, in, in conceptual art, the, the big deal is, is the artist's will that defines it as an art piece. You know, you sign a toilet and say, this is art. Okay. It's art. And so, you know, that's the combination of what you could say is a soulless machine that is the artist, but then it still needs the will of humanity and that's the community. Um, and, and you could, you could apply that logic to really any AI or any kind of generative creative work is, you know, we, we, we assign the meaning. Um, so autonomy is, is somewhat of an ideal that may never be totally reached. But um, I think that that's kind of what this is hitting on is, is really building out and clarifying that combination of will and creation um, into this pretty well-established idea of what qualifies art. And it's that will, um, but that also kind of assigned to these juxtaposed images. Um, so I, that, I think that's the one of the tricky things. And I think that's something that probably Mario Quasimondo is very, I, I mean, I don't need to even need to say this. It goes without saying that he's very aware of that. And, and, um, It'll be really interesting to see kind of his take as the guardian of what he thinks fits, and and then also then that 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 negotiation and discussion with the community. There's a lot of of layers that you know. Some people are going to be more expert on tokenomics, some more on the uh, AI art side and governance side, and and um, making sure we're all well informed enough to kind of make that collective decision. Um, that cut that is fully informed across all those different dimensions.
Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that, you know, you, I think I think you meant you, you referred to Cyborg Dao's discussions about, you know, what defines a decentralized autonomous artist. I think I think the onus is on us to to or to some extent, the onus is on us to really define what a decentralized autonomous artist really means, what qualifies as one. What are what are the parameters, or what are you know what are the parameters of play here? What what agency do we have as contributors to the artist? I mean, I I don't know the answers to the majority of these things. <laughs> I think that's in constant flux, and that's something that we're we're iterating on as we go along. Um, but it's interesting food for thought. Yeah, no, and it, it it is definitely an open discussion, and it's going to be interesting to see. You know, there's there's certainly going to be some bias of people just wanting to pump their bags, and um, that's. I, I mean, I think I think a lot of it hinges on just creating you know solid narratives, right? And and I don't think there's anything wrong with creating tons of derivatives and collections as a DAO, because and that and that's you know that's our work as patrons, right? Of of um, of expanding and evolving Bado's cultural influence through that kind of remixing and so i think it fits perfectly um it's just so that kind of maintaining that conceptual integrity is going to be important because we've certainly seen um uh i think bias again towards you know pumping bags and, and that's something that we'll have to hold our all, all of ourselves accountable for um not i'm not trying to throw around accusations here but i think it's a it's, <laughs> it's, yeah no, I, I think we all get what you mean um, yeah, I mean, this is this is also the other interesting part about you know, Botto intersecting a, a whole kind of like wealth of 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 topics or or like tackling a whole bunch of different um, aspects of of crypto art, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right, one of which is fundamentally, hey, we have a token, right? Um, what is this token a a reflection of? Right, and um, that is that is a parameter, or that is that is a piece that we need to define as well. I think it's a very tricky topic, and uh, yeah, absolutely. You see, some people are heavily incentivized by just purely the the price of the token, and that is not inherently wrong. That is no. part of what Motto is, right? And that is something that we need to be mindful of as well, right? Um, also, in terms of governance, right? And I think this is also why. We collectively, you know, prior to the grace period ending, when when we were taking decisions on behalf of the community very early on, right? There are so there are so many considerations to make, of which including you know messing with the token, changing the you know changing the the emissions for liquidity mining, etc. Where you're never going to please everyone, right? And there are so many kind of angles to consider, which I think we will see us. Maybe initially struggle in, in when when we're governing Botto, um, but maybe in the long run we're all heavily aligned towards a couple of protocol objectives, right? With where maybe the top level objective or top level goal, overarching goal of all of this, is to ensure that Botto stands the test of time. You know, I'm I'm the largest advocate of that type of top level goal, right? Um, I spoke to Quasimondo very very early on. When we just launched a project, and you know, one thing that always stuck to me is like, Botto is not an artist that paints and gives you the 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 art piece on a bridge, right? Botto is the type of artist we want in the likes of MoMA, right? Uh, that that's kind of just stuck with me. Uh, how relevant that is to to 
some people's kind of incentives or, or kind of kind of way of perceiving what Botto is as a project, I don't know, but it's something to think about. Yeah, the um, one kind of early thought on on this is also like, you know, we have different ideals that we're trying to incorporate, right? So decentralization is an ideal, but you can't only optimize for that. It ends up becoming this kind of unproductive, unhelpful dogma. Um, and, you know, you need to balance it out with, you know, just take the name, decentralization, autonomy, autonomy, and an artist, you know, and, and, uh, and I think, you know, very important caveat or bit of context of like a very successful artist in the MoMA, right? So um, it, I think for me, that helps kind of show the complexity while still keeping it relatively simple within those different dimensions um, so that we're making sure we're kind of staying balanced across those things. And then I think it's a lot easier to have a conversation about tokenomics, right? That, that stays true to those things, but is also realistic about we need a diversified uh, um, uh, uh, treasury. And I, you know, I think not, not to, not to get too much in a tangent, but you know, in, in kind of private enterprise, you have a lot of the times a single dimension that that corrupts things, which is you know the single dimension of profit, and we see that that is uh, it it makes things lopsided um, in an unhelpful way. It doesn't mean that profit isn't an important thing to consider to make a sustainable business, but if that's all you're optimizing for, you, we can see where that goes. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cut myself off there because I don't want to go on a tangent. It's it's noon uh, Eastern time uh, or top of the hour where everyone else is um but we also had some more people join so i just want to throw it back to anybody who might have questions that, that wants to raise their hand whether it's about what we've been talking about um what they want to hear in these town halls in the future or you know what we came to talk about which is kind of the most recent release of the roadmap and and uh and the discussion in the medium post so um yeah if if anybody has a question uh sunny and quim feel free to unmute or anybody else raise their hand we can invite you up. I did want to touch on one one aspect that you mentioned was like I'm curious of how how the team and, and developers in general can detach the, the success work from the success of you know, the temporary price of a cryptocurrency because I mean sometimes you, you hear people saying oh well maybe the team is a failure because the the token isn't what I want it to be and I've never associated success with volatile you know price of the token um but i'm just wondering like the mental health aspect of that as a developer it's like because you guys put in work day in to make this project as good as possible and when when the token is where we want it i can i can assume that that can take be a big view and take kind of a mental health toll so i'm just curious if there's ways that you know any insight on that or ways that you can alleviate that in your personal life very, very thoughtful question, Sonny. <laughs> um, you know, to be completely frank with you, uh, the, the, the way I look at Bodo's token, the way I look at any token, I generally think, hey, you know, price is noise. Because ultimately, you know, uh, I, I have enough conviction in the project to spend my days working on it, as does all the developers. Um, you know, we we we're going to be working on this for the foreseeable future, and we understand that it is a a, a very kind. We have a very kind of long-termist outlook on all of this. So why are we going to look at 
the day-to-day price fluctuations of the token or the status of, of the market in terms of, you know, macro trends. Like, it's generally pointless. I think we're all, the majority of people on the team, I think, are very seasoned in terms of what to expect in crypto, right? The the crypto element and the, the, the price of the token, that doesn't really change that at all. Um, I think it's much more about, for us, nurturing and helping co-create this type of community that kind of acts as the foundational pillar of Botto, right? Botto at, yeah. you know, at, at very heart is is about all of us, and I can't stress that enough. It's not just about the team or the, the, the community that the team are trying to kind of trying to nurture, right? It's about all of us. And mm-hmm. um, I'm actually hoping, you know, in the next couple of months with this grace period ending that we kind of, the, the, the lines between team and community become heavily blurred because that's absolutely the intention of decentralization, right? You know, we can have, um, I think synthetics follows the model where they have multiple DAOs operating uh, on on certain parts of synthetics as a project or governing certain parts of the project, maybe that's the route that we take, right? And then it becomes much more about um, you know micro teams that form under the under the you know flag under the name or the flag of a specific DAO or specific whatever group. Uh, I don't know how you want to call it or label it, but I don't know. I mean, ultimately, to answer your question directly, like price is noise, especially for me. I don't know if I speak for or for any other core team members. Um, uh, the way I see it, I don't think they're really affected in their day to days. So, uh, not right. too worried. Yeah, that's a great perspective to have. Yeah, but maybe maybe that's what keeps us sane. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I see. I, I see. We have. We have like more and more people joining. Um, just to let you know that this is being recorded. We don't know if the recording is actually going to work, so we'll find out as soon as we finish this town hall. Um, but uh, you guys didn't really miss anything. Like you'll, you, you guys can come back and listen to the rest of it. Um, I don't know if anyone else has any other questions, right? Or maybe just has a couple comments, just wants to hop on and then and say something, right? Like probably now is the time. I see. Uh, I see. Radesh has has joined in as well. Just to let you know, Radesh, I think the the very first card you added on the roadmap, the UX suggestions, it's already on testnet. So uh, appreciate that. Keep them coming. I know we have quite a few front end developers actually in our community. Um, you know, the more the merrier. Like <laughs> I'm sat here all day trying to trying to improve the 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 front. Well, not all day, but sat here with trying to improve the front whenever we ship something to testnet. Uh, but there are so many things that we can improve, so keep those cards coming on the roadmap. Okay. Um, Maybe we should wrap this up, Simon. I think think this was a good hour spent. Totally, yeah. I mean, we got to to ramble, so that was nice. and uh, I mean, it's just great to see people popping in. Uh, the people are seeing this. <laughs> I was like, is anybody going to even know this is happening? Um, so that's that's a positive signal. Um, and uh, yeah, if, if anything comes up, like feel free to shoot questions in general. 
Um, no guarantee on this happening necessarily next week, but for sure when we do the um, financial report. Uh, but if you guys want to hear more stuff and more questions come in, we can totally have this uh, next week. We do want to keep a balance of um, of having information to share and and uh, making sure you guys are getting it. So um, we don't necessarily want to just have this so that Juby and I can talk at each other. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> is there? Yeah. So I, I think that I think that's pretty solid. We can wrap it up. We'll hopefully this recording worked. Hopefully Craig did his job. And um, yeah, uh, see you guys on the other side. I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, one one final one final remark. Uh, Ben's proposal is up on the forum. Um, I think it's a very good proposal, personally. Right? I, I, I think the team generally thinks so too. I think um, now's the time for for anyone who hasn't seen it to kind of just swoop in, check out the forum, drop their comments, ask their questions because there's some ter terminology there that might not kind of like align with everybody's existing knowledge. Right? Some of it is kind of overtly DeFi. Um, so feel free to ask those questions, get them answered. Uh, before the proposal moves any further to a snapshot. Um, other than that, I think we should be doing this every week, to be honest with you. I think this is something that, that many of us have asked for. Um, what day of the week, I don't know. I don't know if a Friday is really a good, good, good time, uh, but we should all decide uh, together in, in general chat. Maybe we should set up a poll, Simon. I don't know how. Um, yeah, we have a silly poll from the from the Twitter thing. Um, wasn't my favorite, to be honest. It was like kind of confusing emojis, but uh, we could, yeah, we could definitely set something up just to get a temperature check on what people are thinking for that. Um, and uh, no, no, no need to do a snapshot on this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I wish Discord had better analytics, like I could show a server activity spread across each day. Then we could kind yeah. of just gauge what the top three days were and then put it to a vote. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people online who are technically part of the server. So some of it, I think, is just doing this maybe regularly enough so that people yeah. feel that it's valuable and they want to show up. But, uh, I mean, clearly you guys are here. We really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, keep, definitely, if you have questions come up later, please, please, please ask them. Um, it really helps us know what we need to be sharing and what we're maybe not clear enough on. So uh, it's super important. Thanks for everyone who tuned in. Um, hope to be talking next week.